Sometimes the story we tell ourselves is not really true. Sometimes the story others tell about us is not really true. Here on today's Heart Lift with Janelle, we are going to learn how to rewrite our story. So pick up your favorite pen and journal, grab a cup of something delicious, and start your heart-lifting journey towards living a meaningful life. Hello and welcome to today's Heartlift with Janelle. I'm Janelle, your host for today's conversation. This is a bonus session. I just wanted to add this conversation. It's been burning on my heart for a few weeks now. And I thought today is a day to just sit down, have a little chat. And I'm going to call it Strength Has Many Faces. I've been doing a lot of lovely, lovely media interviews and podcasts about my new book, Stronger Every Day, Nine Tools for an Emotionally Healthy You. And in these conversations, I'm being asked, number one, why I wrote the book. Number two, why I titled the book Stronger Every Day. And three, what does strength really look like? What is it to be stronger every day? And it's just really given me some pause. And so this message, strength has many faces, has been really rolling around in my heart and walking around with me through the hallways of my home and taking walks with me, because that's traditionally what a message does, one that has some stickiness to it. And so along with that message, I keep thinking of the scripture in 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9 particularly. But I wanted to read 2 Corinthians 12, 7 through 10 in the Passion Translation to you today and just have a a little chat about what Paul was trying to say to us here about strength. And he writes, The extraordinary level of the revelations I've received is no reason for anyone to exalt me. For this is why a thorn in my flesh was given to me, the adversary's messenger sent to harass me, keeping me from becoming arrogant. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to relieve me of this. Can't you hear him saying, God, please take away this thorn. Oh God, I can't take anymore. I'm so over this thorn. I can hear him groaning and moaning and wheezing. Because you know when, oh, when you're in pain like that. Hmm. But he answered me. God answered Paul and said, Paul, my grace is always more than enough for you. And my power finds its full expression through your weakness. Let me just read that again uh, with, with full heart so we can soak in Paul's words here, because it's the core of what we want to really lean in and take in today. God says to Paul, Paul, 
my dear child, my grace is always more than enough for you. And my power finds its full expression through your weakness. So I will celebrate my weaknesses. This is now Paul talking again. So I will celebrate my weaknesses. For when I'm weak, I sense more deeply the mighty power of Christ living in me. So I'm not defeated by my weakness. No, I'm delighted. For when I feel my weakness and endure mistreatment, when I'm surrounded with troubles on every side and face persecution because of my love for Christ, I am made yet stronger. For my weakness becomes a portal to God's power. My weakness becomes a portal to God's power. So today, I just want to look at the many facets of this scripture and look at three words particularly, portal, strength, and weakness. And when we look at this word portal, it simply means a doorway, a gateway, an entranceway. And it typically is assuming something very large or grand or imposing. So it's a big one. (laughs) So when God is saying, you know, or when Paul is saying through God, my weakness becomes a really big and imposing entry gateway doorway to God's power. So now let's just examine strength. When he is saying my strength is made perfect in weakness, that's another version. Uh, In this version, it's when I'm not defeated by my weakness. When my strength is made perfect in weakness. Strength here is dunamis. And we know that's the root of dynamite. It's also a a translation for power. But dunamis here means force, force. It means miraculous power, inherent power, power residing in a thing by virtue of its nature. This is God. By Inherent in God's nature is power, miraculous power. And I forget this on a daily basis. I'm right here with you. I, every single day, I think that I have to do it in my own power, that I have to fix things. I have to work really, really, really hard. I have to strive. I have to be ambitious. I have to go, go, go. I have to be a human doing. I just experienced that this weekend. I had a quiet weekend. And quite honestly, I don't know what to do with that. And so I get really sad, depressed almost, heavy. And I forget that I, I, I just am inherently been given the gift to enjoy life, to just take rest for what it is and enjoy life. Okay, so let's look at weakness now, because that would be one of my weaknesses, is that I don't know how to rest. I don't know how to let God be all-powerful. I think I have to do it myself. So weakness, in its simplest of definitions, really just means 
feeble, right? It means lacking strength. But in our culture, particularly here in the West, it is a quality or a feature regarded as a disadvantage or a fault. So Paul's message is so relevant to us as we're we're thinking about and moving through and beginning this journey of going through the content of Stronger Every Day, Nine Tools for an Emotionally Healthy You, my new book. And we're thinking about what does it look like to be stronger every day? So that's why I wanted to sit here for a moment and, and really bring to the table the fact that strength has many, many faces. And it doesn't always look like what we here in our culture think it will look like. And I've said this before, but it really is worth repeating. Maybe I am just preaching to myself today, but it's a message I need. And I think if I need it, maybe you need it too. That sometimes strength looks like sitting on the floor on a Saturday afternoon, taking out a grounding tool that I know is important when I'm feeling sad or depressed or highly anxious. And that would be my beautiful memory release blend, lavender, stress away, and frankincense. Taking out my pen and paper, my journal, and sitting with my sadness and sitting with my disappointment or my frustration, or you fill in your blank, sitting with a depression that might be trying to set in on me for no reason whatsoever, or maybe it was grief, having just walked through the first birthday without my mother. Her birthday was on Thursday, so maybe I still was feeling the after effects of that on Saturday. I was by myself. Maybe that was it. But grabbing my grounding tool that I know I know I can go to that will help somehow ground me into my present moment so that I can be in my life and just sit with the sadness in order to feel and experience that. So I pull out my MRB oil. I put some on the palms of my hand. I swirl it around. And even if you don't have the oils, you can still do this exercise. And I pulled out that pen and I said, what intention do I need to set today to help me keep moving forward? So I thought about it. I prayed about it for a moment. I sat in the stillness and I heard the whisper and it was, I am lighthearted and I'm ready to receive beauty and joy. God, I'm ready. I am lighthearted because I really felt that's what my body was asking for. Janelle, you're heavy hearted. And, and I don't know why you're heavy hearted. I don't know why we're heavy hearted because <laughs> my body is part of me. So it's really a, a plural pronoun here. We need some lightheartedness, girl. And so I, I sat with that and I breathed in. I am lighthearted. I am lighthearted. I am lighthearted. And I started to really take a stance, a posture of strength, opened my hands. I lifted my face towards the heavens and I just kept saying it because the good practice is to do that for about a minute or two. 
and your brain will get the message and your body follows suit. So in my weakness of feeling heavy-hearted or grieved or sad for some reason, I really opened up my heart, mind, soul, and body and said, you know what? I need you to enter God here. I need you to come into my weakness here. And I need your power to take over. I need a miraculous touch today of your power so that I don't continue to move in my weakness because that's not going to lead me anywhere. I just opened myself up, which is a doorway, an entranceway. I was like, I'm open. I'm here. I'm sitting at your feet. I'm breathing in your power because your breath is powerful. And I want you to breathe into me. I need your breath, dear God. I want to lean in here also to a another powerful emotional health tool that I use in my own life and I use with my clients and in my practice, and that is the study and the use of positive psychology. Positive psychology, this realm of a study of the human brain and, and behavior, came about because psychiatrists, counselors, therapists could get their clients to an equilibrium, to a homeostasis, but they couldn't get them to actually find real joy and meaning in life. So really wise men and women studied how can we move clients beyond just homeostasis. And so they developed this whole realm with all of these powerful exercises. And one of the fundamental questions that they ask is what makes us strong and virtuous? And they write on PositivePsychology.com, cultures around the world have valued the study of human strength and virtue. Psychologists have a particular interest in it as they work to encourage individuals to develop these traits. While all cultures value human virtues, different cultures express or act on virtues in different ways based on differing societal values and norms. Martin Seligman, one of the founders of Positive Psychology and his colleagues, studied all major religions and philosophical traditions and found the same six virtues were shared in virtually all cultures across three millennia. Three of those are courage, humanity, justice. We'll leave the others for later. Since these virtues are considered too abstract to be studied scientifically, positive psychology practitioners focus their attention on the strengths of character created by virtues and created tools for their measurement. The main criteria for character strengths that they came up with are that each trait should be stable across time and situations, be valued in its own right, even in the absence of other benefits, be recognized and valued in almost every culture, be considered non-controversial and independent of politics. Cultures provide role models that possess the trait so other people can recognize its worth. I love that. And parents aim to instill the trait or value in their children. So here are, it's just a short list. I'm not going to go through this today, but what I'm just doing is putting out before us these characters of strength, these virtues of strength, because I think they frame what I'm trying to create, this image of what it looks like to be stronger every day. So it looks like possessing the virtue of wisdom and knowledge. 
The more curious and creative we allow ourselves to become, the more we gain perspective and wisdom and will, in turn, love what we are learning. Strengths that accompany this virtue involve acquiring and using knowledge, creativity, curiosity, open-mindedness, love of learning, perspective, and wisdom. I love this. This is what I am proposing to you in being stronger every day. Not that you can lift 200 pounds of weight or that you go through life never crying or never having a bad day or never having a hard circumstance, never facing something tragic or traumatic. No, no. Being stronger every day, the many faces, the many faces of strength are identified right here. One face is the face of wisdom and knowledge. The second is the virtue and the face of courage. The braver and more persistent we become, the more our integrity will increase because we will reach a state of feeling vital. And this results in being more courageous in our character. This would include bravery. Oh, lean in here, please. This is, this is it. This is the face of strength. Persistence. You keep going. Like Saturday. I could have entered into that sadness, and sometimes we need to lay down and take a nap or rest into it, but not to wallow in it. Not to have a pity party. Not to poor pitiful me. I'm having such a sad day. Nobody loves me. No. I leaned into that moment. I picked up the grounding tools that I know that I have in my toolbox. Prayer, meditation, contemplation, stillness, silence. Picking up my aromatherapy tool that I possess, that I know if I breathe into it and set an intention, I am lighthearted and open to moving into the joy that this day has for me. That's going to help me. That's going to lift my spirit because I'm persisting. Integrity, vitality. Another face of strength is the virtue of humanity. And this is what I was talking about, that I wanted us to really be able to accept our humanity, not to bypass, and we will talk more about spiritual bypassing in in a future episode, but not bypassing psychological strain or psychological difficulty like Saturday. I didn't bypass it. I didn't say, get it together, Janelle. I didn't say, come on, girl. I offered myself self-compassion. I sat with something that was uncomfortable and and unpleasant. And I, I made my way through it. I offered myself a doorway, a gateway, a portal. And I allowed God to come in and, and give me some of His power. And that encourages me. So the virtue of humanity right? That's why we see Oprah on so many levels as a symbol of virtue for humanitarians. Um, Strengths that accompany this virtue include caring and befriending others, love, kindness, social intelligence. Oh man, this is so good. I hope you are receiving like I am in the moment here. Another face of strength is justice, 
Mahatma Gandhi was the leader of the Indian independence movement in British-ruled India. He led India to independence, and he helped create movements for civil rights and freedom. Martin Luther King would have been another. Calvin, John Calvin, another. Oh my gosh, how many women? Harriet Tubman, so many. Harriet Beecher Stowe, Amelia Earhart, so many people. Just imaging for us this power of doing the impossible and fighting for justice. Another face of justice is being an active citizen who's socially responsible, loyal, a team member, fairness, leadership. The fifth virtue that positive psychology brings to us, which is another face of strength in what we're talking about today, is temperance, being forgiving, merciful, humble, prudent, and in control of our behaviors and instincts that prevent us from being arrogant, selfish, narcissistic, or any other trait that's excessive or unbalanced. So strengths that are included in this virtue of temperance that protect against excess is forgiveness and mercy, like I've said, humility and modesty, prudence, self-regulation and self-control. And finally, the last is the virtue of transcendence. Oh, we will be talking way more about this. Transcendence is being some, is someone who speaks openly why they never lose hope in humanity's potential. A person uh, who has the strength of transcendence, or in, oh my goodness, I can't say it appreciates nature in its perfection and lives according to what he believes in his attendant purpose. So strengths that accompany this virtue include those that forge connection to the larger human race. We have a larger worldview and they provide meaning. We have an appreciation of beauty and excellence. Oh, all day Saturday, I just kept looking for those everyday epiphanies we talk about in this community looking for a blooming crabapple tree with its magnificent pink blossoms, for all the newness of growth that's coming out in my yard, my front yard, my backyard, just the beauty of the hydrangeas coming back to life, the beautiful passion flower that is now coming back again. I saw it coming back up, the little root, the growth, the sprout, and I was like, look at you. Gratitude is another beautiful facet of transcendence, hope, humor, playfulness, spirituality, or a sense of purpose. So there are so many faces, so many faces to strength and to becoming stronger every day. And so I hope today that somewhere in this conversation, that you will be reminded that your weakness, your lacking of strength, your, your frailty, your humanity, yeah, your humanity, your humanness becomes a portal, a doorway, a gateway where we possess God's strength. And in that possession of God's strength, his sufficiency, his sufficiency becomes what we possess 
in our unfailingness and in our unfailing strength. His sufficiency then becomes enough. And I'm thinking back to our conversation with Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith when she asked us from her beautiful book, Sacred Rest, am I willing, am I able to be able to trust in God, to trust in His sufficiency that He He's going to be working when perhaps I am feeling faint or weak of heart. Am I willing in those moments to sit like I did on Saturday in my weakness, open my hands, eyes, arms, ears, open everything I can open, to the portal of heaven and cry out to him like I did and profess to him, God, I am feeling weak, but I'm going to be open to your strength because I know that it, it will make and it will be sufficient for me and it will help me move forward. So as we close, I hope that you've seen the many, many faces of strength today. It has many faces and I want you to be open to really utilizing this bonus episode as an exercise that will provoke you to thinking more about what strength looks like in your life so that you don't beat yourself up when perhaps you've had a bad day or perhaps when you have been sad all day, like I was on Saturday, or when you're grieving and you just need to keep moving forward. Um, Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to close rereading Paul's beautiful words in 2 Corinthians 12, verses 7 through 10 from the Passion Translation. May you place yourself in this passage and be open to listen for the whispers of God. The extraordinary level of the revelations I've received is no reason for anyone to exalt me. For this is why a thorn in my flesh was given to me the adversary's messenger sent to harass me, keeping me from becoming arrogant. Three times I pleaded with God to relieve me of this. Please, God, please take away the sadness. Take away this grief. Take away my anger. Take away my pain. Fix this, God, please. But... God answered me and he said, Paul, I want you to place your name here. I'm going to place mine. Janelle, my grace is always, always more than enough for you. Do you hear me here? And my power finds its fullest expression through your weakness. This is so not about you. It's about you and me. It's about you plus me equals a very strong we. So I will celebrate my weaknesses, Paul writes, for when I'm weak, I sense more deeply the mighty power of Christ living in me. When I'm weak, I become more aware that I need help. I can't do life alone. I become 
a little bit more humble and open that I'm just not as powerful as I thought I was, that I actually need God's help. And, and finally, when I get to the end of myself, I get to the beginning of God. Hmm. So I'm not defeated by my weakness. No, I'm not defeated by my weakness. I'm delighted in it. For when I feel my weakness and endure mistreatment, when I'm surrounded with troubles on every side and face persecution because of my love for God, I am made yet stronger. I become stronger. Every single day of my life, I become stronger than ever. For my weakness becomes a portal to God's power. This, my dear heartlifters, is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thanks for listening today. It was great having you here. For even more great content and resources, please join the Stronger Every Day online community at JanelleRairdon.com. Always remember, you, my friend, have value, worth, and dignity.